You hear that? That's the awkward silence of a family dinner after you just got caught vaping. Most vapes contain high levels of nicotine and disappointment. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What's up, everybody? Welcome so the Super Boys. I'm your host, Colonel and Dad, Garrett Morlane. Joining me here in the virtual studio is the king of video games and still resident superstar, Adrian Holmes. What's up, Adrian? What's going on, Garrett? It's good to see you again. You know, me and only me here with yeah. you once again. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's so good to see you and only you here tonight, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. And just, just you and me and me and you, because... As usual, uh, we don't we don't need anyone else. We're good. You know what? You and me, we're good together. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're good together. We make it work. Oh, we we just make it. We just make it work. That's it. We're not good. We just make it's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, I see like how that. it is. Come I see how now. it is. All Come right. Well, now. you know, that's fine. That's all right. Twitch. I mean, we make <laughs> the situation <laughs> work. <laughs> we make it work. We make it work. Um. Yes, uh, JJ, once again, not joining us tonight because who knows why, you know, honestly, uh, he uh, he probably has some excuse. But I, you know what I told him? I was like, JJ, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. You can you can just take your excuse and you know where to put it. But you guys don't understand. There's a guy, Stone Cold put out a new book. I have to be there. Uh, I just I can see him now at the at the signing at uh at uh at Barnes and Noble right now. Right. Getting, getting, getting that, getting that. No, I feel like Stone Cold would have a, a signing at like a gas station or something. <laughs> <laughs> at a Golden Corral. At a or golden no, at a, at a Texas Roadhouse. That's where it would be at. <laughs> no, Golden Corral's better. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. So no, JJ tonight. He's getting his uh. This is new book signed by Stone Cold over at the Golden Corral. Um, find him in downtown uh, Nebraska, USA, wherever he's at. Um, but we do have a show for you because we care about you. And we that care we about do. video games and we care about having fun. So tonight we're going to be talking about some PS5 Pro rumors. Juicy, juicy rumors. Resident Evil 4 is killing it in reviews and... Now, Fortnite is getting a public. I don't know why I wrote the word public in there. It's getting an unreal editor uh, for to make some fun custom Fortnite matches. But first, let's give a quick shout out to our Patreon producers, Bumble Smash, Eddie Martin, and Kajoma01, and our super gamer sponsors, Julie Bates and Mama Mare. If you want to be awesome just like those folks, head over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys, and you can support us over there starting at just $1 a month. That's right, for... 100 pennies you could support us and get episodes early and ad free such as this show and adrian super gamer book club each and every month the uh the the new one out this month is hi-fi rush featuring dj trues uh go check that one out it's, it was a blast to record it's a fantastic game go play the game first it's on game pass it's free what are you doing with so your life good. and then uh go listen to that one show some support uh, we'd appreciate it and then the free one if you're on the fence and you're like hmm 
Should I support you guys? Is it worth getting those episodes two months early? Well, lucky you. Right now, the free episode is Kingdom Hearts featuring KK Ryder and Angel, which it's up One there. of the best games That's ever made. Great game, great episode, great guest. Can't go wrong with that. So go check that out on the free feeds over on podcast apps, wherever you find your podcast or uh, over on our YouTube, youtube.com slash supergamerboys. Give that a watch. Give that a listen. If you're like, hey, they make some good stuff. Think about throwing us that dollar or five or 10 or 15. You know, think about it. Uh, Upcoming this month, coming next Friday, hopefully. We'll see. That's the plan. We kind of set a tentative date for recording next week. So the very last day of the month, getting it in right at the end, the 31st, hopefully you'll be getting Grand Theft Auto Vice City. And at this point, I think it's just us. There's no guest. I contacted someone and did not hear back. Mm. Like not even like not even like a no or a I'll get back to you. Just like crickets. I'm like, all right, cool. All right. Well, (laughs) message received loud and clear. Uh, So, um, granted i think they were out of town on a trip visiting some friends during the weekend i know i'm just giving them a hard time they know who they are they you know who you are you dirty rotten piece of (laughs) um but yeah so we'll talk more about our patreon later on the show but before we move on i want to give one enormous shout out or two enormous shout outs to Jack Sriracha and Yate for allowing us to use their music on our show. We appreciate them very much. This music that you hear in the background right now, hopefully you hear it on stream. You definitely hear it in the recording because I fix it all in post, but uh, there should be music in the background right now and it is wonderful. It's this nice little chill tunes in the background to help tie the whole podcast together. So then it's not just my nails on a chalkboard voice alongside uh, Adrian's just- Velvet. Yeah. Smooth. it's exactly lavender vocal cords i have right here exactly so like it's really more just padding and it's like throwing a blanket over my ugly voice because you really don't want to look at it you don't want to hear it so speaking of uh chill tunes Mm. did you let people know that we are probably going to have some new stuff coming into rotation here pretty soon for the background music i have not i have not uh yes that is the truth we are working on one DJ Trues, who was featured on the Hi-Fi Rush episode, makes music. Uh, we're in, we're trying to figure out how to get it on here because Adrian made me switch to Apple Music. We're fighting the good fight against big Spotify. <laughs> but DJ Trues only has his music on Spotify and YouTube. And I don't really want to stream YouTube while I'm streaming to you guys because that just seems like a lot of streaming going on. So I'm going to try to... Get. Go bother trues. Go bother trousers now. Tell yeah. him to put his stuff on Apple Music. That's the number one thing. If ever, if everyone here listening to this podcast goes to him and says on Twitter at trouser schnauzer i think is his yep. name's on there still, and uh, like, hey, put your music on Apple Music, then he'll do it. But he did a poll, and it was like by like one vote, they voted no. I was like, why would you say no? Why would you <laughs> not want it everywhere? Like, I don't get even it. if you don't use it. Like, I don't like Spotify. I still want him to put his stuff on Spotify. Exactly. Because there are people who, for some reason, still use Spotify. But, (laughs) hey, here we are. So go tell him to put on Apple Music. And if you, at the very least, do that. But if not, then uh, we're going to figure out a way to get it on our show. Even if we have to get the files from Trouser himself. That's 
that's the plan at the moment. He told me, he's like, Hey, just let me know what songs you want. I'll send you the MP3s. I'm like, all right. I, say, I, was, I was like, do you, I was like, do you have a band camp? I'll buy it. I'll buy all your albums. I don't care. He's like, <laughs> I'll, no, I'll no. Venmo you like whatever you want. 10 bucks here. <laughs> yeah. Take it. <laughs> I'll, heck I'll pay any amount you want at this right. point. Um, but, uh, yes, hopefully we'll have some new tunes, but at, for the time being, we got Jack Sriracha and Yate. Go show them some love. Links are in the show description on YouTube and podcast services below. All right. That's all I got for the housekeeping. It's now time to check the mail. Interesting thing about that, Garrett. I don't know if uh, JJ told you, you know, because uh, he's always at work. Boy. Yeah. No, he doesn't. So doesn't Mr. Uh, workaholic was on one of his many jobs where he's working till like 930 at night. And he must have been a little tired, a little delirious. <sighs> Get this. Dumbo left the mailbag in a client's house and now oh. it's infested with bed bugs Ugh, so that's horrible. now we have to hire an actual competent exterminator oh gosh or yes. i'm sorry uh bug specialist hmm. to get our mailbag cleaned and back in a proper usable state so you can thank jj again for why the mailbag is not present but thank goodness Jeez. we have our Discord, where people can send in questions like the ones you're about to read right now. Good thing, good thing. You know, one last thing. I also heard, uh, I was reading in the news that uh, there's an article from Argentina. Apparently, termite, termites were not eradicated there. They're more rampant than ever. So JJ- So you're saying he's a fraud. He's a complete fraud on the pest control front. He, he talks a big talk, but come to find out, all he was doing is just messing with the ladies down there. He was doing and laying no in hammocks. That's all he was doing. Laying in hammocks. That's all he's doing. Because oh, that's all boy. you do in Argentina. So, <laughs> um, but yes, we do still have access to those mailbag questions here. Thank you so much for writing in to supergamerboys.com/slash/discord. Join our server over there. It's completely free. And you can join in. Uh, and if you support us on Patreon, you get a cool little badge next to your name. People will know that you're support us. Um, and you can you're chat with us cool during. Kids. Cooler kids. Everybody's Heck. cool, but you're cool. Er. Er. Um, yes. And uh, you can chat with us during the week and just hear about all of my fantastic takes on video games all the time. <clears throat> all right. This first question comes from Hophead. Ed, uh, who I got all riled up again on the Discord. I love that. Because I'll talk about it and what you're playing <laughs> later. But spoiler, I played some Hollow Knight and <laughs> it was so good. I was like, hey, I played this game. I don't know. I don't even think Adrian's ever heard of it. It's a really small indie developer. Really good game. I don't I don't think it's the kind of game Eddie would like. He only likes bad games like Chrono Trigger and Final. It's, yeah. it's this game called Hollow Knight. And he was just like, what? You were pressing <laughs> every you? button you could think to press. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying so hard. I think eventually I had to tag him because it was it had been like a whole day and he hadn't seen it. I finally am like, Eddie would never like this game. And then there's finally two he came games in. you don't mention by name. We already know they're they're on the list. Yes. The first one is the Valve VR game. Yes, we won't even say it on air here because it's there's dangerous. only one Valve VR game of note. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And the second one is the Team Cherry Metroidvania. We don't talk about either of those games. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so this first question from Hophead he asked, March Madness is full of upsets and twists, so I would like to hear your Mount Rushmore of twist 
in video games. In other words, biggest surprising moments that genuinely caught you off guard. Um, uh, I got a couple. Okay. We can we can collab on this one. Okay. Are you ready? All right. So Go for it. My first and most memorable one, I think, in recent memory, uh, is definitely the reveal in Bioshock. Yes. Would you kindly the whole like snowball from there? That one was masterfully played. I did not see that coming at all. And I also went back and I've been watching a couple essays about that. And there were hints the whole time about the switch that was coming up, but you would have never picked up on them if you never played it before. But when you go back, it was there the whole time, dude. That one was so good. Now, I haven't played Bioshock in, since since we did the book club on it with Zetch years ago now. Um, but isn't does isn't isn't he also like your dad as well? Don't you kind of find that uh, like or it's it's like it's like it's not explicitly said, but it's almost like hinted like he could possibly be like your dad. Like you were born there, sent away, came like or no. Am I thinking of something else in a I. I mean, either way, the twist is already crazy. Just that. Right, you know, right, right. You, you, like you were from there already. You're like a super right. agent or whatever. Like that's already a huge that's, twist. That's, I would, yeah. Okay. But but still, like I, I also, for some reason I have this vague memory. Like I remember like reading something somewhere that he like also like. Alluded to? Yeah. Like he might also be like her dad, which would also be like. What? I always <laughs> thought you were just a brainwashed kid that was there, but. Yeah. It could, it, it's yeah, also been a while since I played it too. Yeah. Um. My second one would be um, in uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. The fact that uh, that Zack lives. As far as we can tell, yeah. Is yeah, that like for right least... now, I mean, he, he's been going further than, than Crisis Core. That's so true. That the fact true. that Zack lives, that was, <laughs> I did not see that coming <laughs> at all. I yeah. popped off crazy when he, when he kept walking with Cloud. <laughs> Oh, man. So I, I'd uh, say those are my two, at least in recent memory. Yep. Yep. Um, <clears throat> so mine. Uh, boy, this is tricky. Um, Metal Gear Solid 2, the Raiden reveal. You play through the first like a first few hours of the game. The tanker goes down. You're like, all right, what's going to happen? It comes back. You're like, oh, OK, cool. Snake survived. Everything's good. Mm. And then he pops out of the water. You're like. That's something's not, not right. Snake. Something's not right. That's not Snake. And snake then doesn't flip like that. He he keeps going by the code name Snake. You're like, you're not Snake. Something's wrong, Gary. He doesn't he pulls, do cartwheels like that. He pulls pulls that mask off, and that is not Snake. That is Pretty Boy Ryan. Who, honestly though, it was so many people hated that twist. Like to this day, still people are like so they wanted get, to be snake. so upset about that. I loved it. Like even like then I loved it. And to this day, I'm like, that is one of the greatest. Like, yeah, I would have been awesome to be Snake, but Raiden's super cool, too. Like, I don't know. I always loved Raiden. I thought it was great. I always have a, a ton of respect for people who do those kinds of things. Like, um, I think the most recent one in memory was was The Last of Us Part Two. Boy, people did not take that well. I say a lot of people oh. did. Um, I yeah. I people are not stoked about that right but you weren't supposed to be happy about it you were supposed to to learn to accept it over time but some people they have 
really hard times, like just dealing with that. I don't know. But that was I mean, the point yeah. of it was it, you were supposed to be angry at the beginning. And then as you play, you, you were around. Yeah, you were literally supposed to become Ellie in that moment. Right. Because that's literally the rest of the game is Ellie like dealing with it and you as a player dealing with like in that sense, like you're like they put you in that headspace, like that same headspace right. that Ellie was in. It's like they and they did a fantastic job of doing it. Like, man, it was so polarized. But people are so upset. They weren't even willing yeah. to play out the game. It's like play out the game and take this journey. They with actually Ellie. They, take I this was, journey I was with Ellie. A, a Neil Druckmann interview. <laughs> they actually got the idea to do that from Metal Gear Solid 2. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Like the big switch like that. Yeah, big switcheroo, dang. Or I should say inspiration, not the idea, because it wasn't the same kind of switch, but like having a big character switch yeah. in the game. Yeah, yeah that, that was an inspiration for that, so. By, by the way, we should have had like spoiler warning at the beginning of this question, I guess, oh, because yeah, we're just uh, like spoiling. Maybe so you maybe can edit one in real quick. Maybe I'll edit in like a, hey, by the way, there's going to be spoilers here. Uh, for I mean, the next when you say a twist, and- <laughs> though, that's usually. Yeah, I mean, that's. I don't know. Yeah. You, Their this, twist is usually to, a big reveal or, or something like that. Yeah. You, you had to expect it. You had to expect it. Uh, my second one, and this is because it's a recent game I played. So I, it's very fresh on my memory is uh, the end of Chrono and Chrono Trigger. When, oh. Well, not, not the end of him, but like when he dies. Just him dying? Yeah. Like that blew my mind i'm like <laughs> i've been playing for him the entire game and now we're about ready to go for the boss battle the final boss battle uh, uh, uh. kind of sorta and that yeah kind of sorta and then like he just dies and you're like what like and he's what dead is- he's dead he's dead dead um i mean granted you you go on with the game and yeah things things transpire and there's a, there's a lot of a lot of lot more to the story than you realize like it's like oh i wasn't as close to the end as i thought <laughs> but there's a lot of lucky coincidences that you're able to to reunite let's say that because we're already in spoiler territory but if you just have if you so happen just not to meet the lord of time chrono would have been dead forever that yeah. would have been it yep absolutely crazy so yeah, I'm trying to think of if I mean that's four, I guess, if we're working together as far as Mount Rushmore, but I was trying to think if there's any more that we're like totally missing out on here. Um, um I'm sure there's one that I'm like I'm sure people are at home right now like this one. Are you kidding me? About this. Talk about this and now. <laughs> um Yeah, I don't know. The only the only other one I can think of is uh Death Stranding, where you learn again. We're just spoiling all the games right here. Uh, Cliff is actually Sam's dad, like BB the whole time that he's trying to find. He thinks right. it's the BB that you're carrying, but it's actually you. Like, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And it's like what? Like, like the bad guy you've been fighting the whole game is actually your dad, and he's not a bad guy. He's just coming, literally coming back from hell to save and find his son like it's like oh geez like so you're saying because he was ripping off star wars huh yeah that's exactly what it is the bad guy was your dad the whole time Mm, mm, mm. (laughs) yeah because star wars did that first too Mm, Uh, mm, (laughs) mm. oh man yeah so that's uh 
There's three from me. So you get Mount Rushmore, uh, like a, the, fa the Fallout version one. of Mount. Yeah, the Fallout version of Mount Rushmore, where there's like a mutated head off the side. <laughs> um, okay, another question from Hopheaded here. Uh, fun last minute one if you have time. It's National Frog Day. So name me some of your favorite frogs from video games. It does not have to follow the Rushmore format. I mean, obviously, the first one is Frogger. You have to say Frogger, right? Yeah, the thought like, crossed my mind when when you first brought this question up. I mean, he's he's a frog. He's the frog in video games. I feel like. <laughs> um, and then I said also because of uh, recency bias from from book club, I said frog from Chrono Trigger definitely deserves a shout out. I feel like yeah. that goes without saying. Him and his yeah. uh, insanely jacked arms. <laughs> um, yeah, frog from Chrono Trigger. Trying to think who else. Uh, Slippy from Star Fox. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Slippy, Slippy. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what I have. I was trying to remember what I said before the show to you. Uh, I just said the frog from Donkey Kong Country that you ride. I don't know if he has a name. I, but Why can I not remember his name? Does he? He has a name? They All all the animals have names. Donkey Kong Country. Let's see. Oh, not Donkey Shrank. Oh, no. What is this? No, get out of there. Oh, get out of back, there. Whatever you look at. Back out. Back out. Oh, no. Abort. Abort. <laughs> I do not know what just auto-corrected, but it was not. You got to delete your history now <laughs> before you start getting ads for that kind of stuff. <laughs> oh, Winky. That's his name. Winky. Oh, good old Wink. <laughs> I always remember Rambi, no problem. But the rest of them, eh. Let's see. Yeah, there's Winky. There's Espresso the Ostrich, Squawks the Parrot, and, and Guard yeah, the Swordfish. Yeah, Rambo Squawks. Squitter the Spider. Interesting. I remember Squawks because he was in Donkey Kong 64. Mm. Okay. Okay. Um, I can't think of any more frogs, honestly. Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot more. There you more. go. I mean, but you got a good little three-piece. <laughs> there you go. Uh, this last question comes to us from Sir Prince Lot. He asks, what's the best brand or flavor of chips? He says, any snack or chip qualify, then Cheetos count. Can we do best brands? Because... I don't think there's a definitive best brand of chips. I agree. Yeah. Um. Cause I mean, I'll go first. Yeah. Shout out to the kettle brand of chips, the salt and pepper, oh. the salt and black pepper. Oh, the baby. giant Costco bag. That's oh. as big as my torso of salt Dude, and that pepper with chips. A, with a homemade <laughs> deli sandwich with like, with like ham and tomato and cheese on it. Oh, oh my god! So good. Yeah, that's our favorite. Yeah, because you get them. You get that honking bag at Costco. Yes, it's the size dude. of my two-year-old. <laughs> Just bring um, that baby home. Yes. <laughs> uh, shout out to two different kinds of lays. Shout out okay. to original lays for being uh, for being good at barbecues. Okay. Um, and then shout out to uh, sour cream and onion lays for being the best lays flavor. Period. Uh, what do you what do you what do you want to put up against that? If you say barbecue or salt and vinegar, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this call. No, if, salt and vinegar is kettle brand. They have they have the best salt and vinegar in my opinion. Um, hmm. No, I guess you're right for for Lay's. Yeah, original and uh, sour cream and onion. Um. Oh, one thing. So this is gonna seem like a weird question. D what kind of what? <laughs> 
This is going to sound very strange. Just, so hold just do it. Strap just in do here. it. Uh, what do Californians dip their original Lay's chips in? Or do you not dip? Like, do they dip? Is, do you buy chip dip? What is your chip dip in California? I don't. We. I don't think we dip for for Lay's. I think it has to be like a tortilla chip. Like like wavy Lay's. I'm talking like even the wavy ones. You even don't wavy, dip those. Well, I mean, uh, if there's like a no, I, I feel like at least for me, I, I can only talk about me and mine. We don't okay. really do it for for wavy Lay's tortilla okay. chips like a Tostito or you know that yellow bag. Um, you know the yellow bag. Everybody knows the yellow bag of tortilla chips. The yellow I'm bag. About. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you have like salsa or bean dip or anything crazy like that, uh, even okay. artichoke dip, that's where tortilla chips go. But that's so or tostitos. Yeah, yeah. Lay. I mean, there. I know that there are dips for lays. Right. But I but, just never associate potato chips with dipping. Right. It's always been tortilla chips. And that's been my experience in California. Like when people do wavy lays. Like, there's rarely, if ever, a dip for it. It's just oh, mm-hmm. there's just lays. Where I grew up in New York, I think it's a it's a New England. It must be a northeastern company. I don't know if it's based in New York or where it is, but it's like local to that area, like the northeast part of the U.S. There's this brand of dips called Hell of a Good. I guess the name of the mm-hmm. company, Hell of a Good. And they have they have a bunch of different flavors, but the iconic, the one that will you will find at every birthday party. Every every holiday party, every any party where there's Lay's chips, this dip is there. If it's not, you're doing your party wrong. Uh, is their French onion dip, and it sounds like oh yeah, French onion dip. I've had that before, but no, it is different because I have had. There's some company. I think I think Fritos makes like, like it's next to their like. At, you go to the grocery store, it's like oh, Kate, Fritos queso and Fritos uh, or not Fritos. Who is it? Tostitos. Tostitos mm-hmm. makes a makes their queso and then there's Tostitos salsa and then I've even seen like Tostitos like French onion before or something like that. I bought it thinking oh it's just gonna be like hell of a good. It is not. It is bad. It does not taste <laughs> anything close to what hell of a good tastes like. See, I never get the chips brand dip. You get a you get right. a high quality dip or sauce that's yeah. like artisan or handmade, and mm-hmm. then you can get Tostitos because Tostitos makes good chips or anything like that. But you never get the the, the dips from the people who make the chips because yeah. that's always a secondhand product. The chip is their premier thing, so that's they true. make that the best. That's true. But I've tried like I've tried a couple other brands though, and like nothing tastes even remotely similar to the hell of a good French onion dip. I don't know. And I've looked. I've tried to figure out how to get it here in California, and it is prohibitively expensive to fly it. Like it's not like you just buy it on Amazon. It's like, all right, you gotta buy it from some shop and get it airdropped in. Craziness. <laughs> Uh, but every time I go to New York, my parents buy the party size or like my, what my you aunts just stock up on it and, and it's mail, like it, this, mail it home. It's just this big honking tub that you get at like, you know, Wegmans there and just I'll pound that in like a night, you know, a whole, <laughs> just, it. just a whole bucket of hella good dip. <laughs> Give it to me. Um, so yes. Uh, anyways, that was way off topic. <laughs> my, uh, so the, the two chips I had were, uh, like I mentioned, kettle, salt, and vinegar. If it's going to be salt and vinegar, it has to be kettle. I don't salt know why vinegar, you like drying your mouth out like that. <laughs> it's so Have good. at it, man. I love it so much. Um, or I had a hard time because it can go either way on this one. Doritos. What kind? 
But yeah, here's the thing. I love the standard nacho cheese. Like as I as do I. That is number one. But I think my very, very, very close number two, almost like a one and a half, is uh oh shoot. Sweet and spicy. I, the spicy sweet chili. Yeah, that's a good one too. I was gonna say one Cool Ranch is, is number one for so me. So good. Oh, I don't I'm not a fan of cool. It's fine. Really? Like I'll eat it if it's there, but I would never pay much like go out of my way to buy Cool Ranch. Like they're See, not. mine goes Cool Ranch, then it goes sweet and spicy. Okay. Um, and then it goes uh nacho. But okay. you know what else? You know, do you remember when they had the the verde ones, the green ones? No, I don't know if I ever had those. Hold on, dude. I know I'm not tripping. There was there was a <laughs> Oh, Doritos. I'm sure they're a thing. Let yeah. See. Let me look it up. Doritos okay. Verde. I am, were, the top of the top of Tio Doritos are good too, but they're not like a top like one or two. That's like a four or five maybe on my list. But like yeah, the top of Tio like spicy Doritos, those are pretty good too. Uh yeah, salsa verde. Those are good too. Okay. That sounds good. I don't think there's like a necess- I don't think for Doritos there's a bad flavor. That's true. I think you I like some more than others, but if there's a Doritos there, I'm at the very least going to be like, "You know what? It's not bad." Yeah, I think I think you're right about that. I don't think I've ever had one I'm like, "Ugh," like gagging. Like it's right. always like, "Oh, this is good or this is better." Like, you know, right. <laughs> like yeah, I think you're 100% right on that. <clears throat> but Man, I really talking about a hell of a good dip. I need maybe I'll go down the rabbit trail tonight and see if there's a way for me to, you know, you never know. Maybe in the last few months things have changed and I can import it to California. It could be. (laughs) Oh, man, I need some more dips in my life. But until then, that's it for our listener questions. And it is now time for the nerdy nudes. It's now time for the nerdy nudes. Perfection. All right. This first news story comes to us from Tom Henderson over at Insider Gaming Exclusive. PS5 Pro in development could release late 2024. Insider Gaming sources have confirmed that the PS5 Pro is in development and could release with a tentative release date of late 2024. Insider Gaming previously reported that a new PlayStation 5 with a detachable disk drive is scheduled to release later this year. Oh, okay. So I didn't realize that. When I read this article, I thought it was the same thing. Uh-huh. But apparently, that's coming out later this year, uh, possibly. It's understood that this new model will phase out the current PlayStation 5 to cut down on production and shipping costs. In spite of the widespread reports, this is not the PS5 Pro model. This is just the beginning of new hardware coming to PlayStation users this generation, said one source when talking about the detachable disk drive console. As for what the PS5 specs will entail, Details are limited. However, a recently published patent by PlayStation architect Mark Cerny suggests that Sony's Sony Interactive Entertainment is looking to accelerate ray tracing performance in video games. Oh, so it's going to upgrade uh, graphical stuff. Uh, just like the PS4 to the PS4 Pro, we can generally guess pretty confidently that the PS5 Pro will have increased visuals, performance, and speeds. But as for the leaked details, we'll have to wait until a later date to release those. That's a weird sentence. Does that mean that you have the details <laughs> and you're holding on to them or you just don't know them and <laughs> you're waiting? Uh, Insider Gaming understands that the next generation of the PlayStation, the PS6, is unlikely to release until at least 2028. This would put the current generation console release schedule in line with its predecessors. In February, Industry Insider Jeff Grubb said during the Game Mess Decides podcast that Sony was planning to host a new PlayStation showcase before E3. 
Although Insider Gaming cannot corroborate this report at this time, we do anticipate it's very likely that a showcase is on the horizon to show off games including Marvel's Spider-Man 2. Yes. And talk about its new hardware coming towards the end of 2023. Don't get too excited. It's probably just going to be a trailer. Like a, another like CG trailer, no gameplay. Um, I mean, it's been a few years. We could get something. I mean, I look, Insomniac has an incredible track record. They can honestly not say a word and then just put the game out on release day, and most <laughs> likely it's gonna, yeah. oh, it's gonna knock people's socks off. So yeah, yeah. Um, so as far as this PS5, I did not realize the part that there is reports already that like essentially a quote unquote PS5 slim is coming out later this year. I didn't realize that. That's interesting. Um, but yeah, and then this the source same source is also saying that next year we could be getting a PS5 Pro. Um, how, how does this make you feel? Because you, I mean, you kind of mentioned it with me all before the show, so that's why I'm directing it back at you. But you just got your PS5. How do you feel about there could be a price drop here with the PS5 Pro, or I mean, or a, a better version the PS, or not sorry, a price drop of the PS5 Slim, or a better version of the PS5 Pro that you could have possibly got your hands on? Uh, I feel like for the revision. That's fine. It's just going to be what I have already, right? If it's a detachable disk drive. Um, I think I would think about if if they, and I think this would be an incredibly smart thing of them to do, is to sell the disk drive on its own. Um, because I would love to that's, be able to play a Blu-ray movie every now and again. That's what I assume. When they say detachable disk drive, that's what I picture in my head is like you can buy the console and then buy an attachment that like slaps on the bottom of it or something like that's right. That's what I, I think of when I hear those words. But maybe I still have a gang of, of, of Blu-rays and stuff like that that <laughs> are way out of print for stuff that I can't. A whole shelf full, yeah. Right. That, you know, I can't get rid of because they're worth a lot of money and, and they're stuff that are not on streaming services at the moment. Yeah. So it'd be nice to watch those every once in a while. Um, it would absolutely not be for games. I am not. I am never going to buy another <laughs> physical game. Not doing it. Um, but yeah, I would love to be able to do that. So that really doesn't concern me at all. That basically what they're saying is they're phasing out the disc version of the PS5. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, with the option still to get a disc drive, but. Um, they're going to make a smaller unit, yeah, right? With and it's just going to be the digital unit. And then if you, for all the people that want a, a external drive, you can go and buy one. Yeah. Or you can get one bundled together, whichever way you want to do it. Yeah. But yeah, that's the only thing. And I, I think that, I think I was right. And a lot of people were kind of pushing back that, oh, this is, they're, they're going to have, the, the PS6 is going to have a disk drive. I don't think so. I don't no. think so. I I don't think I don't, the PS5 I don't, I don't I don't think think so the PS6 either. or I don't think the next <laughs> Xbox is going to have a disk drive. I think this is it. Yeah, I I think this the PS5 is kind of like the intermediary kind of like in between uh like inner evolutionary kind of like weird like a little bit like do we have disk drive or not we don't know but it's like right. you could you can tell the direction they're going. It's like okay like cuz with the PS4 they never made a discless version like it mm -hmm. was just it was just the disc version so like oh wow we got a ps5 and there's the discless version. there's two different versions here it's very obvious the direction they're going so yeah i'm right there with you by 2028 
if you know estimates are correct based off of previous uh iterations of the playstation play like you know that's still uh, uh five years out like i right. could easily see digital being the main way people are doing things you know it already is in in europe isn't it like it's over what is it like 70 percent of of all purchases of games now are digital wow somewhere yeah, I around know. there I haven't, I haven't heard that it's crazy though i had yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's up there in most places, honestly. I think the only thing that would hold people back <clears throat> with with digital stuff is old internet access, internet yeah, old people, internet access and uh in storage space. Like that's like like the fact that the PS5 is only 512 uh gig and like that's kind of a bummer, which hopefully in the whatever the new slim and the new pro is like they correct that and add like at least a, a terabyte, terabyte. Yeah. if enough like well in if not two because even with like the ps4 pro you get the two terabyte one right there's like a two terabyte one i think i feel like there was only one but you could swap was there one? well that's the thing with with those is you can always add you more storage too. maybe that's maybe that's what it was i think i swapped my ps4 hard drive out for a two terabyte one but yeah it was always it was so, i think it was, it was so max easy. was a terabyte <laughs> out of the door yeah. um but yeah, the biggest thing is is going to be like you said, internet speeds and storage management. Um, I think that Sony is and Microsoft. I think they're done. You know, being scared of the my physical my physical games. I need them. I need I need them on the disc crowd because that's not where the money is anymore. Yeah, the majority of people are buying them digital. So, um, yeah, Man, I. Don't, I, I thinking about that like i i agree wholeheartedly like i think all right yeah let's just go digital that's what i've been doing for the last couple of years now but man i i can just see it now the, the the literal riots in the street of people who are like i need my physical game from my collection i'm like, hey, i look oh man i'm tired people of it i'm lose tired of it. their mind i'm tired of it <laughs> okay you don't even get if you go and you buy a copy of, I'm trying to think of a, a PS4 game right now. If you go and you buy a launch version copy of, I'll say, Horizon Zero Dawn, and you try to play that game with no internet access on a regular PS4 in 20 years, you won't be able to do it. You won't be able to do it. Yeah. There's going to be so many updates and 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 all this extra data added on, and really all you're buying is the to, the install file on the disc. Right. Yeah, that's with most games. Like you even buy Call of Duty, and all it is is just a key. Like you download the other 120 gig on the off the internet when you put it in, anyway. So at right. this point, you're right. Like discs are useless, other than just to be able to show off a quote unquote disc collection, being, a, a collection disc on your stop being valuable after Xbox <laughs> one, the first Xbox, PS2, and GameCube. The second you could start downloading stuff from the servers is when that's it. You didn't need yeah. it anymore. And and developers yeah. realize that too. I mean, the, to the point where they're even developing their games in such a way where like a lot of times at launch, like like you're saying, they're, they're busted. It's not even the whole game. They they're just down, It's not yeah, the whole game and it's busted. We'll put this like part you, on you, the disc so it could install the heavy yeah. part and then we'll push the rest of the game as a day one update. Yeah, and if you don't get that day one update, like it's you can't unplayable. Play it. It's unplayable. Like either it's full of bugs or it's like half a game. So it's like so. So I understand those my physical people. I need my physical up to a certain you know moment in time, but after PS3, 
that went out the window because they didn't yeah. have to put the whole game on the disc anymore. And ever since then, it's been like that. So, mm-hmm. and the only thing that you can argue is uh, with physicals that they sometimes games get delisted. And that is definitely yeah. something that needs to be hashed out, I feel like, in the next couple of years, few years. Like, uh, uh, well, I mean, like we were playing Vice City for Book Club right now. You can They delisted all the original versions when the yeah. definitive came out. You can only play the definitive, which is broken. Like, you can't right. play the original ones, which work. Right. Uh, or so I think another, Sony... Or like the Metal Gear Solid games, like the HD collection. They still have not come back. It's been almost, what, two years or something? Radio right. Silence, not back. Right. It's crazy. So I think going forward, they need to figure out some kind of deal to be like in prep in perpetuity. You know what I mean? It's not it, th- these licenses are no longer for, oh, you get it for you get it for five years, seven years, and then you have to take it down. It's got to be once you sign this, it stays up. Mm-hmm. And that's the only thing that, that you can do going forward if you're only going to offer those games, especially for. Uh, preservation's sake. Yeah, because that's like the that is the the biggest issue right there is, I mean, at any time licenses could just disappear um, and then on top of that like, okay, down the road when the technology is harder and harder to get and it's like, okay, I want to play this game from PS4 back in the day and I can't get it anywhere else, like right. you know, like right now it's like, yeah, we like a lot of those early consoles, we have ROMs of those. Like those are available because people, you know, preserve them. They like, back preserve them, them and like kept them like stored somewhere. So even if those games disappear off the face of the earth, we could still play those original like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, like those early classic great games. But yeah, our generation, like 20 years from now, 30 years from now, yeah, will we be able to fire up or even like access any of these games if? You know, there's a chance that they take the list them all from the, the web shop and, you know, there's I no mean, way to back them up. Like <laughs> the, the good thing, though, right, is technology is a help and a hurt. It can it has a potential to be because while this is the easiest time for games licenses to be revoked and delisted, this is also some of the strongest tool sets that we've had as, you know, a society to be able to rip games and back them up. By whatever means necessary, I'm not judging anybody for what they do, but there have been multiple instances of people being able to download games and rip them from whatever system's hard drive, and then they just have the ROM of the game on there. And that was one that was downloaded from the store. They can scrub it, put a fake license on it, whatever. So there's ways to download these. There's, There's more easy ways to download stuff like that than ever these days. Yeah. I mean, so, heck, people, they yeah, they figured out how to, granted, that, that here's the catch, like, so going to, like, PT, you know, that was delisted, uh, Konami took that down, um, if you had downloaded it and purchased it at the time it was available, there's ways still today for you to get it by, is but you had to have purchased it then, you know, and then what you do is you go through another server and then download it from this person who preserved it they managed right. to rip rip it and keep the rom and so like you can but again you have to like it checks your account to make sure like okay yep you had purchased pt back when it originally came out so um yeah but it's i like wouldn't this, be surprised if there were tools that people can erase that 
and oh, then even like the the license check, the authentication. Yeah, because yeah. I would if if I'm them, I'm gonna erase that check, and then I'm gonna send that ROM to um like the Video Game History Foundation or some kind of museum so that it can be preserved. Yeah, but I'm I'm saying that to say that we have the tools to do that, and we have more accessibility to do that, and it's easier now than it's ever been. So yeah. even if we do go all digital, there's still ways to do it. Yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, we'll have to see what. I'm what all for going here. all digital, dude. I'm I'm yeah. done. I'm done with discs, with carts, oh. with whatever. I'm I'm good. Yeah, same here. I mean, I don't I don't have. I mean, I do have a couple physical games. Like I have like a couple PlayStation One games, basically that are just like were given to me from a friend or that are special to me. You know, that's about yeah. it. Like I have physical games for like all the Metal Gear games and uh for death stranding that's it (laughs) i i'm done with physical games that i can get digitally if that makes sense right like so anything that was before 360 and ps3 where you couldn't download them um yeah i'm good yeah like i have my ds games uh granted you can download some psp games not all of them um, but like GameCube, PS2 earlier or earlier, that's the stuff that I still have because that's the full game on the disc. Yeah. Well, even with the PS3 stuff, the other day I fired up my PS3 and was trying to download some stuff off of there and it wasn't letting me anymore. So like See? some of my, like they're already like revoking licenses on there. Like I, I had bought Metal Gear Solid 1 digitally on there before it it will not let me download it. Uh, I had another like cra- <laughs> crash crash team racing. I tried to like would not let me. I'm like, all right, cool. So, yeah, that's the scary thing about digital is like that's like a somewhat. In, in, I mean, I know people might consider it retro now, but in my opinion, somewhat modern. It's just like, you know, console in the fact that it was like one of the first for digital downloads. And even that's already like, no, yeah, sorry, like I we're not gonna let you download it we're getting ready to in a week we're getting ready to lose the wii u and the 3ds yeah crazy it's gone it's gone (laughs) there's a bunch of games on there that were only on the the eShop, and they're gone thankfully of course people have already backed them up but i'm just saying as far as being uh, accessible to the masses they're gone gone so sad so sad all right well we'll but they're not gone if you don't if you know where to look if you have They're a 3DS in about a week, <laughs> send me a message. I'll show you where to get them. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first. <laughs> you didn't did hear you? anything. <laughs> you didn't hear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Uh, all right. Well, let's move on here to the next new story. We got Resident Evil 4 remake killing it in the reviews here. We have a little As review roundup. Yeah, we got a little review roundup from Darren Bonthus over at GameSpot. Uh, and yeah, he shares uh, that <clears throat> the remake stands as a re-envisioning of its past rather than a replication of it, Kurt Indovina wrote in GameSpot's Resident Evil 4 remake review. In doing this, it raises a bar for what a good remake is and at the same time preserves Resident Evil 4's legacy as a genre-defining experience and one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, over on Metacritic... Uh, it had well at the time of this article at a 93 let's see what it has it's still at a 93 uh, GameSpot gave it a 10 out of 10 IGN 10 out of 10 whether you're a fan of the original or newcomer with a hankering for some heavy action horror of the highest quality Resident Evil 4 is like a parasite riddled Spaniard 
a total no-brainer. Its combat is friction-free. Yeah, I'm not sure what they're going for with that, but nah, they uh, could have they could have workshopped that one a little more. <laughs> <laughs> its combat is friction-free, but no less stress-inducing thanks to its ferocious cast of creatures. Its story rapidly shuttles through a series of action scenes that are diverse in structure but uniformly unwavering in intensity, and its world is rich in detail and full of fun and often snarling surprises. Uh, VG24 at 7 gave it a 5 out of 5. VGC gave it a 5 out of 5. Game Informer gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Games Radar gave it a 9 out of 10. And then there's a little, you know, little old Destructoid over here giving it a 75 out of 100, which... They just have to be different. <laughs> it's got to be different. Back in 2005, I liked Resident Evil 4, but I didn't love it. Well, that's your first thing. You put someone to review who didn't enjoy it. Um, the remake hasn't changed that. <laughs> Unlike the Resident Evil 2 remake, which was revolutionary, Resident Evil 4's glow-up is more of a faithful recreation rather than an overhaul. It changes just enough that if you love the original, I can't guarantee this will leave you unperturbed. Meanwhile, if you didn't like its first iteration, it's not impossible that this will change change your mind. I'm not sure what she's trying to say here. The best I can say is that it is an earnest effort at recapturing the magic, and it's worth checking out. It remains, as always, maddening. Maddening, maddeningly inconsistent so her problem is that it's too much like the original and she didn't like the original so I mean, if you like the granted, original you're, in, you're entitled to your opinion but yeah, you're, yeah, yeah. you're definitely in the mi- minority yeah yeah right right and you, you're it's it's okay for people to have whatever opinion you want they can like oh, someone yeah. could give this a, a one out of 100 i don't care it just seems weird for because i only because i've heard i've heard discussions from ign on their podcast and i've heard discussions on GameSpot like about their like how they choose who reviews a game and usually they pick someone who who enjoys it right, right? And so it just seems weird to pick someone who's like, I didn't like the original. I'm going to review this one. It's like, what? <laughs> so that's all. Like, she's, it's fine that she doesn't like the game. I'm not going to attack her for it because you know what? Like, there's games that I don't like that people are like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, or vice versa that I love and people are like, that's trash. But, Absolutely. I get crucified <laughs> for it all the time. Yeah. But it's, it's a, again, it's more a critique of Destructoid. It seems weird to pick someone who's like, I don't like the original. I'm going to review the remake. It's like, <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> but I guess it gave, it, it did help with the, it does give us a, another point of view though of like, okay, if you didn't like the original, you're still not going to like the new one though. So in that case, it's helpful. But in general, I feel like most people love the first one. So that's it. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. Kind you're of on your own. Thing. So definitely one to check out. That game comes out this Friday, March 24th. Really freaking soon. Um, I'm going to be on a work trip out of town and I'm bummed. I won't be able to play it. It's coming to PC. I don't. Adrian, you were saying before you think it'll be Steam Deck certified. I don't think it'll be. I don't think so. I do. I do. Because I think. Well, look, RE2 and RE3 are both Steam Deck verified. I don't remember if they were Steam Deck verified at launch. Uh, I don't think they could have because they came out before that, right? They came out because Steam Deck only came out last year. Correct. But the fact that they were updated so quickly to become Steam Deck verified means that Capcom knows the deck exists and they know people will play it on deck. So for them to not have it deck ready out the gate is a little weird. Yeah, it doesn't say anything on Steam, but um, I would say based on their track record, it's going to be deck verified. I don't think you would have any reason to worry about it right 
Yeah. My thing was like, yeah, what I to give the listeners more context, what we're talking about. I'm going to be on a work trip this weekend. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, I was like, oh, man, like I want to play the game. It's a bummer. I'm going to be out of town. Uh, and he's like, oh, just get on your Steam Deck when it comes out. But my thing is like it doesn't I haven't read anywhere that it's Steam Deck verified. Um, your your logic is sound like you're 100% right. It probably will be. But my other thing is like I've played all the other ones on PlayStation. So it just seems like right to play this one on PlayStation um, for a game like this. I feel like like with the visuals and stuff, I want it to be on a bigger screen and stuff. I don't want to like just necessarily play. Granted, if I get on a Steam Deck, I can play on my PC still. But yeah, I don't know. We'll see. We will see. You could do that. You can get a dock. There's just so many options. Now. That, that is the fun thing about it. I just have literally i can do whatever i want <laughs> i can do anything yeah. what a concept thank what you Val. A concept um are you excited about this game I absolutely i am one of the millions of people of course who's seen the praises of resident evil 4 could not get enough of that game when it came out on gamecube could not believe that a game that looked that good and even to this day still looks that good that came on gamecube hmm. love it to death can't wait to play uh the the remake at some point but i have just too much to get through as of now yeah that's <laughs> um, that's the other problem yeah, i love that it is there for me when i'm ready for it <laughs> i already know pretty much the overarching story of the game uh kind of like it's kind of like the deal with with final fantasy 7 remake i know yeah. the overarching story so there's nothing that's going to be that's going to be like oh my god uh, you know but we'll see. It's gonna blow your mind, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, maybe it's one of those that, like I really want to play it now, but maybe I just wait until October, and that's my spooky gamer boys game because I've never played Ooh. the original four. So for me, it would be like totally new to the story altogether. So right, maybe, maybe it's yeah. spooky gamer boys for me. That could be that. That'd be a good one. <clears throat> uh, and because I already have like Dead Space on my plate, I'm still trying to finish up too. So it's like too many horror games all together there i need to like break it up while we play dead space now <laughs> save that for later um all right well that is it for fall uh fallout what am i talking about uh resident evil 4 you got fallout <laughs> on the brain i don't blame you got fall on the brain that's a good game i wish they'd make another fallout a good one um <clears throat> four was okay don't do that no 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 no. fallout 76 i'm referring to oh okay okay <laughs> the, the one that no one even remembers exists because that's how bad it was <laughs> <laughs> the games of service online only fallout <clears throat> um next news story comes to us from the verge written by jay peters over there epic's unreal editor for fortnite is finally launching on march 22nd Epic Games is finally sharing more details about the Unreal Editor for Fortnite, which will let creators use tools from Unreal Engine to build games and experiences specifically for Fortnite. Unreal Editor for Fortnite is a new PC application for designing, developing, and publishing games and experiences directly into Fortnite, Epic said in a description of the tools on the Epic Games Store. With many of Unreal Engine 5's powerful tools and workflows at your fingertips, including custom asset import, modeling, materials, and VFX, sequencer and control rig, you'll have a whole new world of options for producing and publishing games and experiences for Fortnite that can be enjoyed by millions of players. Epic will also introduce a new programming language, Verse, as part of UEFN. That's Unreal Editor for Fortnite, kind of in a, abbreviated there. The new tools will presumably be a significant step up from what's already offered in the in-game creative mode, which Epic launched in 2018. Experiences built in creative mode account for about half of all Fortnite playtime. Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney said in April, 
Fast Company interview, and some creators uh, uh, have built lucrative businesses making maps for brands with the current available tools. Uh, so basically, you're not just getting like a creative mode like we've already because there's already been a creative mode for a while since 2018, they said. But this is like a full on like this is like taking it down to the metal. Like, like you, you can literally you can have make the same kind of maps that Epic makes. Right. Like this is like you, you they're basically just giving you Unreal Engine 5. But when you hit publish instead of like going to like instead of publishing a game like as like a standalone game, it's your you can literally publish directly into like the Fort, a Fortnite game mode that you and your friends and like they said, millions of other people can play, which is crazy. And the fact, the fact that you can import assets. So imagine like playing Fortnite and someone imports like, I don't know, a head crab from Half-Life or something like that. Like, I don't know, like you can you can bring anything you want into the you game. Can do, now. <laughs> you can make a, you can make a jungle map. Somebody can recreate the Death Star. Right. As a map. <laughs> you can make whole game modes now. You can make story cutscenes. Somebody can make a Fortnite campaign, dude. I imagine it the a lot. Options yeah, for this. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, oh, it's like Dreams, like on PlayStation, but specifically inside Fortnite. It's basically like they just made Dreams, which not very many people played. It was a great game. You should, if you have PlayStation, go get Dreams. Um, but yeah, it's like, but but within the Fortnite world, like that's so crazy. That's so right. awesome. Uh, oh man, like imagine that, like someone. Piece. I I just imagine someone making like Star Wars Battlefront like in Fortnite though like like you like you mentioned Death Star but I'm thinking like yeah but make an Endor make it. a make a Hoth like keep going like make like you can do it you can import every Snowspeeder assets Walker assets you could do it that would be so sick and it's possible <laughs> the the my mind is like exploding with the amount of things people could do with this you could make like a competitive stage where you're in like an Indiana Jones temple and you all have to run and slide and jump over stuff to try to get out alive. Just, yeah. Well, you're being like fought, chased by boulders and man, pe- people attacking you and stuff. Yeah. Somebody oh, can man. make an Olympic games thing where you have to sprint or you have to, you know what I mean? Make do the longest jump or something. Just the, the, the possibilities for this. I just, wow. They're, the floodgates are getting ready to open, dude. Yeah, because it literally just went from like a, a generic like, oh, creator mode where you're forced to use their assets and their limitations to like, no, we just gave you the keys to the to the to the basement. Like You can do whatever you want. Like, <laughs> like right. go ahead. You're an it's epic like, developer now. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I'm sure it's a little bit dumbed down compared to like actual Unreal Engine 5. But from what it sounds like, I wouldn't be like, surprised if it was full on. But from what it sounds like, it's pretty close to the whole thing. Like. Yeah, it's it's sounds impressive. So, man, that's awesome. That's so cool. So that's I don't have much more to say be... about this other than like I'm excited. Like some cool things. I don't yes. even play Fortnite, and I'm excited because it's I do. Like, I'm hype. <laughs> it makes some crazy things. I didn't even know there was a creator mode in the game. So uh-huh. even like reading that, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I didn't realize that was even a thing. Uh, have you ever made anything in there, Adrian, or, or just Not like a have, thing. You, have you? Have I you played? played a lot of 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 creative stuff like that where people have made stuff um and like they were saying that how people have made stuff for brands there was a recent dragon ball collaboration i think somebody uh somebody made a map for that where it had like capsule corp which is where one of the characters works uh and the kind of the city surrounding it and it was you know a pretty accurately made map so wow that's awesome and that was just with those tools but imagine with somebody having access to making stuff from the ground up oh man so crazy so good 
Um, yeah, so look forward to that. Let's see, when was that coming out? The 22nd, so today's the 20th, so uh, Wednesday, when this episode comes out to the public, that will be available. So go check it out for sure. Uh, make some cool stuff. And if you make cool stuff, and you listen to our podcast, let us Tell know. Tell me about and, it. I'll play yeah, it. Hit us up on social media or let us know in the Discord. We're on our Discord at supergamerboys.com slash Discord and share it there. And, you know, that way other Super Gamer Boy fans and us as well, we'll, we'll check it out. I'd, I'd be totally down. That'd be awesome. Um, Cool. Do you have anything else to, to add to that? Not nope. much more. You can I'm gonna keep my eye just... on it, and I'm gonna I'm gonna stay stoked for it. And if something of note comes up that happens to cross um, any of my feeds, I'll definitely drop it in here. Heck yeah! All right, well, that is it for the nerdy nudes this week. Now it is time for our Patreon ad. For the ones who get it done. The most important part is the one you need now, and the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the part of the show where I tell you to go over to patreon.com slash supergamerboys and support us for just a buck a month. Uh, you, I mean, you can support us for more, but you can start at a buck a month if you'd like. Uh, you can get episodes early and ad-free, such as this show and uh, our Super Gamer Book Club hosted by Adrian. Uh, this show, immediately after we finish recording here on Mondays, I try to pump it out as quick as possible. So that way, tonight, if you wanted to, you kick back, relax, and listen to it as you doze off, go to sleep. But uh, Book Club, you get that two full months early. That's right. So otherwise, you got to wait two months before you hear about our uh, uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City thoughts, uh, or at least mine. Uh, that's. I feel like what's really fun <clears throat> is Book Club has turned into what Super Gamer Boys was originally. Super Gamer Boys was originally me introducing JJ to things. And now Book Club has become Adrian introducing me to things. <laughs> like it's all these games he's played and loved are these classics and I've never touched. It's You're welcome. Really great, honestly. Um, <clears throat> Wait till you hear about it next month. Do I need to? Should I have started at a month ago? <laughs> no. no, you're gonna like the next one. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, but uh, yeah, support over there starting a buck. You episodes early and ad free. Five bucks a month, you can get the show notes ahead of time. So usually Sundays, I put those out. You can read through the stories we're gonna talk about, all the listener questions we're gonna discuss, um, and. Feel free to leave your own questions, comments, concerns relating to those things. So if you have thoughts about the PS5 Pro rumor, uh, or if you have ideas of what you're going to do in the Unreal Editor, uh, you could have commented all that on the show notes and uh, have it read on the air. And uh, yeah, so it's if you want to be a part of the show, kind of share your thoughts, concerns, opinions, whatnot. Uh, we would love to have them there. Ten bucks a month, you get the shout out because you are a super gamer sponsor we appreciate those folks big time each and every week and then the top dog tier we got a patreon producers we're at 15 dollars a month you got all those previous perks and the opportunity to pitch us a segment and we will do it on the show we have done pretty much everything pitched to us maybe not for very long but we we've done it <laughs> we tried it uh there are some uh <laughs> tall tales with jj <laughs> but uh <laughs> there are some might have been retired yeah, but we gave them a college try 
We gave it the good old, good old go. college try. Um, but uh, if you have an idea, we'll give it a shot. We'll, we'll, we'll workshop it with you and get it to a good working point. Do it. And uh, you know what? Sometimes they stick around. Look at this. Super Indie Boys still alive today. It was was part of the show. It died. And now we brought it back. It's back Came better back. than ever over over at YouTube.com slash Super Game Boys. You get that every other week. Uh, by the way, I love that note that you put out about because it was supposed to come out Saturday with the delay, though. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. They they reached out to me, the, the Super Indie Boys team, and they just, you know, life's been crazy for them lately, and they just needed a little more time. So yeah. I told them, yeah. I, you know, we, we came to a decision on that one, so. Yeah. yeah, tough, tough choice, tough choice, tough but choices, but gotta make it for yeah. the for the betterment of the of the product. It's worth mm-hmm. it. It's mm-hmm. worth it. Um, so think about supporting us over there. We'd very much appreciate it. We've gotten some also. We actually got a, a couple new people this last couple weeks. I think it was like two weeks ago. I forgot to tell you, Adrian. <laughs> Surprise! We got some new people a couple weeks ago, and hey. uh, you know who you are. Well, actually, welcome, you, welcome. You don't because you're not listening to this because you don't have to listen to it if you support us on Patreon, but. If you happen to listen to this, you know who you are. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, you can also support us over uh, here on Twitch, where we stream Monday nights while we record live. Mistakes and all. You never know what you're going to get over here. Craziness. Um, things that JJ says I have to cut out. Um, but uh, that's right. Over at twitch.tv slash thesupergamerboys, you can support us over here for free. If you have Amazon Prime, you can link it with your Twitch account and use your Prime Gaming Sub. You get a free one each and every month. Drop it on our channel. We'd appreciate it if you would doesn't cost you anything literally zero dollars for you and uh we get we get a little little bit of cash out of jeff bezos pocket off that one and uh, you get access you get access to our emotes like adrian's hype face which i use all across twitch all the time like that's just my default emote it's just his like super hype face i love it (laughs) the animated one where he's like ah shaking (laughs) so good um, and then the last way you can support us, W.GG. You can use our code SGB to get 10% off. We get a little bit of kickback off that order. So no no additional cost to you. W gives, gives you a discount even and uh, gives us a little kickback on the other end. So think about supporting us over there. If you are looking for energy that is sugar-free, gluten-free, and uh, not going to give you a crash uh, contains patented neurofactor, which helps with your brain function, helps you think good and do things good. Um, they have very tasty flavors, like Galaxy Grenade. Uh, there's a newer one called uh, what's push that blue punch. one called? Well, Push and Punch looks good. That, uh, that one's always out of stock. I've looked at it a couple times. It's out of That's stock how good it is. It's so freaking popular. Um, there's that blue one though. That blue one kind of sounds like it could be good. Uh, it's like a newer one that just came out because they're. They're, they have this big, uh, 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 the new War on Big Energy, it's called. Um, so oh, that's what it's called, Big Energy Tears. <laughs> I love that. It's like a blue <laughs> raspberry flavor or something like that. Um, but yeah, they're starting, W starting the war against Big Energy because Big Energy is all about just selling you horrible crap and uh, charging you a lot for it. Where W is like, no, we're going to give you good, clean energy that tastes good. And uh, isn't going to necessarily fill you with a bunch of garbage and uh, also tastes good and is a decent price. So think about checking out W. W.GG. Use our code SGB. Get 10% off. And uh, 
get that's that and that's all you get that's all you get you're not getting any any of the other stuff jj's ever promised don't worry just forget about any i didn't give things. you a hard time i was gonna let you keep going <laughs> i appreciate it all right that is it for the ad now let's get back to the show All right, Adrian, this is the part of the show where I ask you, what you playing? Uh, I just recently finished up Toem for the first time. Uh, it was a delightful experience. I had a good time all the way through. Uh, it is definitely game. under the, yes, absolutely. Especially for being, uh, for them choosing to do the monochrome style. It works perfectly for that game. Um, it is short and sweet. It does not overstay its welcome at all. It's if you mainline it, it's about two and a half, three hours to beat. Love that. Um, so look out for the Indie Boys at the end of this week should be coming for it. Okay. Um, outside of that, I've been kind of pecking away at Vice City a little bit just to kind of get the gameplay feeling. I'm, I'm playing the original original. So like I, I busted my PS2 out. I got okay. the disc for it. Um so just to kind of get the and then I'm probably just going to watch a, a recap of the story because I've already played it a few times. But just to be ready for for, for book club. Um, I don't know. I, I'm still having fun with it. Um, I know you're having a time with it because it's got some things. It, 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 usually it it we, we we get a lot of old game is old. Yeah. When, well, when we do old games for book club, which I understand, you know, it, yeah. it's. I, I I always had to remind myself that you had to be there for a lot of games, which, you know, we'll talk more about it on book club, but I'm having fun with Vice City, at least revisiting it after. A while. I mean, I'm probably having more fun than people who bought the definitive edition. So <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> uh, um, I'm also doing my best to uh, stay out of the Xenoblade trap because I've seen people recently talking about Xenoblade 3. And I just I don't have a hundred hours. I want to have a hundred hours, but there are other <laughs> games to play. I cannot do it right now, but boy, boy, do I want to do it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. It's awesome. Um uh, now that's is that's just on Switch, correct? It is. Okay. Ceno played. And you've played the first two? Yeah. Okay. So it'd just be the third one. It's not like you'd be yeah, jumping just, into that whole I series. Like, I yeah. don't have the time. I wish I did. Because I hear it's the best one of the three, which is crazy. Because they're Dang. all very, very, very good games. One is my favorite. I don't wow. know. That's we'll crazy. See. Crazy. As, I know that's always so tempting when people are like, it's the best one. It's like, I, it's it's, it's the same thing, right? Like with RE4, right? It's on my, my list of games to do. But at the same time, I just bought a gang of games off of the Steam sale. I still have games that I bought in 2017, 2018 on Switch that I haven't played <laughs> all the way through. So I can't, I, I gotta, I gotta start churning these things out. Yeah, gotta get her done. Get right, because there's getting ready to be a Switch 2. And I bought games on Switch 1 that I haven't even played. So <laughs> I gotta figure this out. Gotta figure it out. Uh, Man, that's awesome. Uh, 
so for me, <clears throat> just to go back to Vice City real quick, um, I'm playing on my Steam Deck, but I am playing the original PS2 version. Uh, okay, the I, original I, cut. I got the emulator on there, got it all worked up because I, um, I don't have a way to play PS2 games otherwise, like a weirdo. I think I posted about I posted a story on my Instagram uh, <laughs> a, a few weeks ago. Like people are going to think I hate even numbers. I have a PlayStation one, PlayStation three and PlayStation five. I have a spare slim if you want it. So, mm, I mean, the problem with that is I still would need the disc. Like I don't have disc to play uh, other than yeah. the, the only PlayStation two disc I have is Metal Gear Solid two and three. Not so. a bad one to have. Not bad ones to have. <laughs> um, but uh, but it works fantastic runs buttery smooth 60 fps on my steam deck it's great i am not, i can tell you right now on playstation 2 hardware i am not getting 60 fps <laughs> yeah it looks fantastic plays fantastic the controls are dialed in perfectly like with the, the emulator so yeah i'm i'm loving it in that sense that I like it's just running smoothly and i don't have to fight with it and it's I don't know because even like emulators on my PC in the past, I've had issues with like, oh, it didn't save my game right or like the save state or whatever it is. So I'm glad it just is so flawless on the Steam Deck so far. Um, and then, yeah, just to like very, very briefly touch on it, because, again, we're going to talk about it at book club. But you're right. Like it's there. There is a touch of old game is old, but there's also like this weird touch of like and I was telling you before the show. I, I, I want I want more out of each mission. <laughs> we're so spoiled today with our modern day games where missions are like we get either this vast open world or like this elaborate story mission and in vice city i can finish a mission in like five five to ten minutes like they're very Isn't that fast a good thing though i was thinking about that when you said that before the show because you you always talk about how you never have a lot of time to play I feel like and, that's a good thing for you, right? Because you get a lot done in, in a short amount of time. That's true. In that sense, yes, because like I, I, I have like, yeah, I only have like five minutes to play. Cool. I'll knock a mission out and I can finish the whole mission easy because it's just like in out. But I guess in my in in if I really look deep down inside my soul and what I like really actually want from a game, like even though I don't have the time to do it. I still enjoy those things. I enjoy getting like a certain amount of content out of like a mission or a story or whatever. Mm -hmm. And so far <clears throat> there's been just different areas where it's like lacking, but again, it's a product of its time. It's a PS2 game from 2003, four, three or four, somewhere around there. Three, no. <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Cause San Andreas was 05. So yeah. Okay. What's yeah. it? 05 so, or 04? One of the two. So it's, it's, it is an old game it's, and it's an old and it's technically an old open world game so because like you, you can you look at like Metal Gear Solid 2 on PS1 or <clears throat> not PS1 um, uh, in 2001 like had a much more elaborate and in-depth story but it's like that's all it was doing very linear kind of thing where like San Andreas like that's a big world like there's a lot yeah. going on like there's only so much they can fit on those PS2 discs and you can exactly. do whatever like there's like it's actually kind of incredible like the amount of like that city. PS that PS2 disc is shaking to try to yeah. fit all of that San Andreas content in there. It is busting the at the seams, right? <laughs> oh man, it's like a little, little, little thicker, little chubby disc. It's like yeah, it's, it's, I wouldn't be surprised if it was a dual layer. His zipper's about to pop open. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, yeah, so that's that's that's. I mean, that's all I'll share. I'll, we'll obviously talk more about it on book club. But it's just like so many times I'm like, that's it. Like it was just getting to the point where I'm like, oh, okay, this is interesting. Oh, oh, mission complete. Okay, cool. All right. And then they just kind of like expect you to either like pick up what's going on through the cutscene or whatever. It's like okay. It was cool. also a limited scope though, right? Like you had to think about. Even the people who were developing didn't think about the fact that, oh, man, what if, what if we had them do more? It was the fact that you could just at least do the car chase. That was what was the big deal. Right. Again, so, and that goes back to, like, it's a product of its time. Like, at right. the time, like, that blew people away. Like, I'm going to do a car chase to an entire city. Holy crap. Shooting like, at the same shooting? time? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, although Driver did that on PS1, so... It did, know. but not like this. Not like that. Not like that. Uh, I couldn't the get game, out the car and keep shooting in driver. That's true. That's true. Uh, so the other game I've been playing, which um, I got, I got Eddie all riled up, and I loved it. Does uh, it rhyme with Schmalo Schmite? <laughs> no, not at all. That's not what I was talking about. I was going to talk about. Oh, okay. no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. That's the one. Um, I picked up. Hollow Knight. Uh, ah! I said it. I know. I said it. I think a part of the Steam sale. I think I just got it, right? Yeah, because I didn't own it before. It was on sale because right. Steam has their big spring sale right now. My, you know, it's just everyone's, wall, everyone's wallets are crying right now. Mine no. got beat <laughs> down. My wallet got beat up. But I mean, they have some killer deals. There's like games oh, on there, yeah. like some some good indie games for like two, three bucks, four bucks. I'm like, what the heck? Like that's so cheap. Some meaty uh, ones too. Yeah, some good stuff in there. Uh, but I got Hollow Knight, and holy crap, that that game is so good. I mean, I've barely scratched the surface. Like I don't think I'm that far in. I've only played like maybe like three hours total or something like that. Like if I'm really being honest but um either way it's uh i'm loving the combat i'm loving the atmosphere the soundtrack is like a 10 out of 10 like the music is so good in that game mm -hmm. um yeah i now i, told I know you before, i know it's i know it's go oh, go ahead i was gonna say i told you before we uh before we started recording i said it, you're loving it now, I said, but there are going to be times where you better get ready to tear your hair out. <laughs> yeah, I know. Boy, does it get hard. And that's that's what I've heard. I know, like, I know it gets hard. Like, that's what everyone always tells you. Like, oh, dude, like, it's it's a hard game. It's a difficult game. Like, there's, you know, really difficult bosses. Kind of like a Dark Souls almost of like this 2D side scroller platformer. Um, but so far, like, I'm loving it. So <laughs> until that happens, holy cow, this. This is up there for me. I, I I don't know why I waited so long to play it. Like we'll see what happens <laughs> once I get to the more difficult part. We'll see how my my tune changes there. But um, yeah, I, it's just one of those games. Like <clears throat> I think yeah, I even own it on other. <laughs> I own it on other things, so I didn't need to buy it. Like I could have played others somewhere else. But again, it comes down to the convenience of it. It's like, all right, I think I got it for free uh, through the Epic Game Store. But it's like, all right, you can't play the Epic Game Store on your Steam Deck without doing some crazy over the top hack and system. So I know. <clears throat> so it's like, all right, well, I guess I'm not going to, you know, and I don't didn't want to sit in front of my PC and play it again. It's like such a perfect on the go game, something on your switch or whatever. So when I saw it on sale, I'm like, I'm going to get it I'm going to play it. And whew, it's so good. Uh, so 
again, only a couple hours in, um, and I probably should be farther than I am after two hours, but I've just been exploring like every single freaking inch of the place. Like that's what I love. <laughs> like I've, like I only just got to like a second area. Like I've been in like this one area like for two hours, and finally I'm like, all right, I think I've gotten everything I can possibly get here. Now I'm gonna move on. Uh, so loving it, Eddie. Okay, you gotta try it, dude. I know you were hating on it before, but you really need to pick up this game. Um, I know like you were like, eh, it's not my type of game, but I think you should give it a chance. Give it a chance. You never know, dude. You never know. Might be your favorite game of all time. Um, <laughs> so that's, I think, all I've been playing. Okay. Oh, the one other game. Shoot. What's it called? I was telling you about it. Uh, the indie game. Oh, uh, how to say how goodbye. to say yes. How to say goodbye. Uh, that was a game. I think it was part of like the one of those directs, the wholesome direct or something like that last year. Um, and I just pay, played like 30, 40 minutes of it. I don't think it's a very long game. I, I think you can beat it in like a couple hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. And holy cow, it's it's a very just charming, sweet game with such like a dark and heavy theme around it <laughs> like it comes off with the art style and the music and stuff like that like like oh it's kind of like this cheery kind of or like just yeah charming is the word i could think of um but it's it's about death like you literally start the game where you type your name in what is your name what was your favorite food what was your it's like it's literally the uh what do they call it? like an obituary like in the newspaper mm-hmm. like you're basically like filling out like oh his favorite food is this and his drink like we're gonna go out to go out and have a plate of blank you know in a in a in a glass of this and in honor of garrett and you know his and you pick like what was your favorite season and that's like the season you died in like oh garrett loved fall and this is you know the time of year he died and stuff like that like oh man like then the whole thing is really you're controlling your your spirit your ghost through this transitioning in the afterlife and you're coming up against these other spirits who are also moving into the afterlife and having conversations with them and like their experiences what they're going through but then also there's these other spirits that are like uh they've Malicious. lost their they're lost they've lost their way like mm. they've been trying to like for too long trying to finally work their way to the afterlife in this kind of like intermediary zone and to the point where like they're essentially coming becoming feral like they are becoming like they have they have no purpose like what are they doing here what are they like you know they're no unfinished business yeah they're dead they're like they're not alive they're not completely dead like in between you know they're they've not gone on to like their final resting place and so like they're messing with you while like ultimately it's all like just a puzzle game um it's not like there's combat or anything in this game but it's like a, a slider puzzle so it's like all this kind of slider puzzle trying to grab keys and open doorways and figure out how to get into the next area Mm. Um, it's really fun gameplay and just again a fantastic atmosphere around it that just uh, really been enjoying so check it out i think that was one of those that was like two or three bucks on sale right now (laughs) so let me go and take a um, go ahead yeah so check check it out for sure i'm pretty sure it was like a couple bucks unless it's watch it not be on sale anymore Oh, no, I was wrong. I was wrong. It's nine bucks, right? It it was nine bucks. It was not one of the cheap ones. I mean, Uh, that's still a great deal, though. Like, nine bucks. Right, right. I'm sure. It won a bunch of uh, Steam Awards, or it was nominated at least uh, for shows here, for sit back and relax games, for outstanding visual style. Let's go check it out. How to say goodbye. All right. Well, that's all I got this week. Thank you all so much for listening. If you love what we do over here, 
Um, well, before that, thank you for listening because from the bottom of our heart, like we just are so, so thankful, appreciate it so much um, that you take time out of your day to listen to our podcast, watch our YouTube channel, uh, all the shenanigans we have going on now on our YouTube channel with the different videos and stuff. We really appreciate it. All the love and support. Um, yes the comments the likes um the engagement the engagement because that's what ultimately helps the most like uh we love love the views and stuff but even more recently people have been engaging and commenting and liking and stuff like that so all that helps tremendously so thank you thank you thank you uh please continue to do if you can so we can keep making bigger and better things uh if you want to support us monetarily and help us you know purchase more games to talk about on the show here uh upgrade equipment buy that ps5 pro that comes out next year uh, think about supporting <laughs> us over at patreon.com slash super gamer boys uh starting at just a buck a month uh so not much and it helps you uh helps you get episodes early and ad free helps us like i said make cool things with it um you can also support us by going to sgbstore.com and getting some t-shirts mugs stickers whatnot from over there um and uh Let's see, w.gg, you can use our code SGB to get 10% off. Uh, and uh, also, again, helps support the show financially through that. Rate and review us where you can. If you go over to Apple Podcasts, drop a review. We'd really, really appreciate it. I think Spotify has reviews now as well. If you listen on Spotify podcast, um, help us out where we can. Shout Don't out to Jack. The old-fashioned, tell a friend. That too. Tell Just tell a friend in real life. Or just share it on Facebook or Instagram. That would... That would that would be any and everywhere you put it helps. So we'd be so so appreciative of that. Just quick little share on Facebook saying like, hey, this is a podcast I like. Check out this episode. Whatever. Yep. <clears throat> Maybe you know if you need to start we with make- an episode. If you need to start with an episode. Uh, like a nice episode to ease them in. Maybe pick this one because JJ's not on it. You know, <laughs> start, off, start, say, them off, start them off easy with me and Adrian. It's a nice chill say, episode. You've also, you've also been, you know, putting out clips of the show. So that's a good that's p- a place for people to get their feet wet. You know, just kind of throw them a clip. Yeah. If you haven't noticed, noticed over on YouTube, we have a new series SGB clips where I clip out the three new stories from this from the show and post them just in short little like, you know, however long we talk about it from 10 to 15 minute long. Uh, sections so just like hey this is something i think you'd like go check it out nice short little video then they don't have to sit here for an hour and a half or whatever it is hour and 20 minutes a full episode see if they like our style and then they can check out the rest shout out to jack sriracha and yate for allowing us to use their incredible music on our show remember you can find them on spotify and apple music links will be in the show description on youtube and podcast services during the week, you can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at gmorling. Adrian, where can they find you at? You can find me any and everywhere at homeboy. Sweet. And uh, well, that's all I got for the show this week. Adrian, you want to <laughs> take it away? Sure thing. As always, folks, as Garrett said earlier, thank you so much for hanging out with us and listening to us just rant and rave about all things video games and mixed in with a little bit of what's going on, you know, just chatting and, and shooting the breeze. Uh, we appreciate everybody who just comes to, to listen or just, you know, do it, does a drive-by like on a video or whatever. Everything helps. Because like I said, we would have just been talking about this anyway. Uh, so for me, Adrian Homeboy Holmes, and for Garrett, what should I say? What should I say? Uh, what would JJ say? Something very inappropriate. Something inappropriate. I'll just say Garrett the <laughs> Colonel Morlang. We are the Super Gamer Boys. 
And we will catch you on the flippity flop. We're out of here. Can you believe that? Bed bugs. Nasty. All in the mailbag. Absolutely nasty. I don't even want that back now. I guess we gotta get another one. Thank you. We gotta start a mailbag budget. (laughs) 